Welcome to the Pursuit of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Melissa K. Barham, and I'm an entrepreneur, traveler, thinker, and creative on a mission to help you discover and lean deeper into your purpose. Here, we'll have inspiring conversations over topics like business, spirituality, personal development, mindset and manifestation, and how to live on purpose. My goal with this podcast is to help you connect with the answers already inside of you and expand your vision of who you truly are and who you're meant to be. I'm so grateful you're here and I can't wait to set off in the pursuit of purpose together. Now let's jump in. Hey friends, welcome back to the pursuit of purpose podcast. I am so incredibly excited to be back sitting in my office, sitting down with you and with my podcast mic and just getting to pour back into this podcast. I know it has been a little bit of a roller coaster ride in the past few weeks, so sorry about that. Um, with a pod coming out on a Tuesday and a Thursday, and I don't even know what day I was releasing them, but I always promise that I'm going to have these episodes weekly for you on Tuesdays, and that is the case going forward. I'm getting back into the groove, so that's the gist. Uh, find me here on Tuesdays, and we'll get back into the regular rotation, but explanation, I guess, for that a little bit is I've been um, MIA for, well, not MIA, that's, <laughs> I've been around the world per se, I guess, for the past couple weeks and sort of like start first quarter of this year when I was in Mexico for a bit. And for the past six weeks, I haven't been home. So I haven't been able to sit with my own mic, with my laptop. I've been working with like a pair of headphones and that's not good for any podcaster. So I've kind of been a little bit all over. I was in, if anyone cares, uh, <laughs> I was in Seattle for a couple of weeks and then York and Boston and Toronto and Ontario, well, London, and then back finally home again. So I'll be back here for a little bit. And it's just, I love traveling so, so much as you guys know, but it's kind of nice to just be home for a little bit. So I do have gratitude for coming back and being like, ah, okay, my own world. But it has been, yeah, a really, really exciting first couple of weeks to this year, first couple of months. And um, one of the really cool things that when I was going around, I guess, is and just what I love about the beginning of a year is just kind of like the ideas that start to come up. I don't know if that's for you guys or for everyone as well, but I find that at the beginning of a year, it's like all these juices are flowing, all these ideas are able to, I don't know, like manifest, come out. And I really wanted to talk on this episode about how to listen and follow those nudges that we often get or I mean, some people will call them intuitive hits, um, you know, those intuitive ideas, but I'm going to go with nudges because I like that word better. So how to follow those nudges and do that through big leaps of faith. And I'm going to explain why, I guess that's why I'm putting those two together in this episode. But I, I love the beginning of a year because it's this really cool time where, you know, you have all these ideas coming to mind. And for me, I like to do them unfiltered. Um, if you've never done that, it's really cool without judgment. You know, I take time to note a lot of them down and, you know, not have any like, oh, that's not possible or whatnot about it. I just kind of sit there and, um, in the first couple of weeks, I mean, this is now sort of a month, I guess, of this year, let just ideas kind of come to me of like, what do I want to do? What do I want to create? Where do I want to be? And I won't do all of them for sure. It's just sort of like an idea board. You can think of it as a vision board, but like one that hasn't been skimmed down yet. And sometimes, you know, there's so many options that it's then hard to choose sometimes, but I sort of let them all come in. And oftentimes if we're paying attention enough, 
we start to get these ideas or these downloads from seemingly out of nowhere. And I feel like at one time or another, I think I feel everybody has this time where like an idea has just kind of popped into their head out of nowhere. If you've had like a strike, a brilliance, well, maybe not brilliance, but a strike of, of an idea or something just coming to you. Maybe that's starting a new job or suddenly like, okay, I'm I'm going to start a new hobby. I'm going to start surfing or um, go somewhere or like I have to go to blank. You, you know what I'm talking about? You know, it just kind of comes to you. Now, not all of these things are things that you're going to actually want to do or act on because not every idea is in alignment with where you want to ultimately go um, or are headed. But I believe that each of these kind of like intuitive hits or nudges that these are all from God, from the universe to push us along and to challenge us to keep moving down our own path to whatever that is, to whatever our our calling is, whatever direction is that we're that we needed to go in. Now, a big question though that comes up for us when we get these sort of nudges is, okay, what do I follow? And the next one is always, okay, and then if that's what I'm choosing or that's what I'm, you know, I feel like I'm called towards, how do I start doing that? How is a thing that our logical brain gets really tripped up on? It is my um, greatest enemy. I'm always like trying to go towards how. And when we've decided on something and we want to actually, you know, manifest it about, bring it into our reality, a requirement of doing that that is often talked about a lot in the manifestation world is what we call inspired action. This this requirement that... um, that is there to, you know, have something come about. We can't just decide on it and then like meditate on it. We have to take inspired action towards it happening in this 3D realm. So this is action that, you know, we don't ask the hows about or the whys really. Um, We don't have logic around or as much logic around why it makes sense or doesn't make sense. This is just taking action from truly a place of inspiration and kind of following that or having obedience to, to where you're feeling you've been called to. And that inspired action is is a huge requirement of really creating anything that we want, any sort of part of our life that we want. The big problem, though, I think we fail to talk about as much is underestimating what that inspired action takes in us to be able to do. Usually that, that nudge or that intuitive idea that we get from the universe, whatever you want to call it, it comes in a totally freak-your-freak terrifying package usually maybe not always but a lot of the times it does because it's often something that's outside of our comfort zone and more often than not those inspired actions that we'll have to take feel really risky they feel really big they are often really full of unknowns or uncertainties or lack of a guarantee and they require fundamentally a ton of faith and I hate to say it but you know we as humans we don't default to faith we default to fear So when we're faced with ideas of these intuitive nudges of what to do in our lives or like these inspirations to further ourselves down our own journeys towards our callings and just whatever path it is that you that you're wanting to take next in your life, the action required to follow them forward really requires one, if not many, pretty big leaps of faith sometimes, Um, uncomfortable leaps of faith. Maybe they're not like the hugest thing in the world, but they're going to feel big. They're going to feel like they make you want to throw up a lot of the times. And I mean, if you don't face many, I guarantee you'll face one, at least one. So thinking for an example here, 
let's say that for some reason at the beginning of this year, you get this intuitive nudge hit that, you know, this is the year that you need to quit your job. You don't know why. You're like, I just need to do it and um, start my own something. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it's a nonprofit. I don't know what. But you, you get this idea and this feeling. And you don't know why, but it just plops into your mind. And you start contemplating it. How quickly would you flip into thinking of the worst case scenario, right? Like, oh my God, okay, I'll quit. And then I, I won't be able to afford rent or food. And I don't know how to even run a business or a nonprofit. And I don't even know how to, you know, file taxes. I, I couldn't possibly. And if I do all of that stuff, I'll, I'm just going to end up homeless. So, you know, I should probably not. And FYI, that's a thought track of my brain at some point in my life. That's why I'm using it as an example. So, you know, when do we ever, when we get an idea, when do we ever think of the best case scenario? Everything that could be brought into your life by listening, by acting on that nudge with inspired action and, you know, some leaps of faith. Never. We usually don't because we are so conditioned to look for every way that a plan can go wrong. Um, that's what we default to. We're, we're led to believe always that things can't go our way. And we are fed proof of that, even though there's proof that it can go your way, we, we, we focus on and we remember the proof that it can't and that dreams are too good to be true and that things have to be hard. And, um, you know, that likely, you know, the more, the probability is more on that, that won't work out versus it will. That's all that subconscious conditioning we talked about last week. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode about the subconscious, where I was talking with Kelsey, um, go listen to that because that's, that's all of that stuff packed into there. But that's the way that we view the world a lot of the times for many of us. So, you know, what do we do? We listen to the ego. We listen to the fear, that little yappy voice in the back telling us all the reasons that our idea is crappy and crazy. And, you know, we do that until it creates such distrust in our brains of the idea that there isn't a chance in freaking hell that we'd act on it. And then we stay stuck. We, we usually decide that we'd better not bother and guess what? Our ego does a happy dance. It's super pumped up because yay, it doesn't have to watch us step into something that's uncomfortable for it, that pushes the envelope, that there is any risk of. Because remember our, well, remember, or I'm saying this for the first time, I don't know, but like our ego wants to keep us safe. You probably know that. And so anything that threatens that safety, it's going to question, it's going to reject. So it's happy. And all of this is to say that the key really for us in manifesting what we want and what we desire and what, and truly the following or truly following the calling for the life that we feel like we are authentically meant to live, that comes from taking those first steps of inspired action towards the nudges that we get of inspiration and doing that requires a lot of faith. And having faith is one of those, one of the greatest things I think we have the hardest times doing. It's not something I think that comes really naturally to us, but, you know, it is something I know that we can practice and relearn in that subconscious programming. We can relearn it and take baby steps towards acting and defaulting to action out of faith rather than action out of fear and changing that. Okay, my brain immediately goes to the worst case scenario for something um, instead to okay, can I think about best case first? Maybe think of some risks associated with it. So I'm not ignoring either, but changing the way that we think about that and leaning into the idea that acting with faith can be as natural and normal as the way that we know already and are so used to acting out of fear. 
So there's two ways for me recently that this concept has really come up in the past few weeks. One of the, the first one is that at the beginning of this year or sort of towards the end of last year, um, I had this notion, this kind of hit that I was like, okay, I'm going to and need to hire a new coach this year. That was just a knowing that I had. I didn't know who, I didn't know when, but I just kind of knew I'd figure it out and that like I'd align with the right person in time. And it's funny that as soon as I identified that and wrote that down in my whole big list of like things that I wanted or things that were kind of coming about for me um, for for the upcoming year, it's funny because a, a friend of mine who is a coach, she's a fantastic at what she does, she started coming up more and more in my circles in my field um just seeing her content seeing her posts really interacting with it more and I was like huh that's funny as soon as I sort of like had that inspiration this is coming back and the the real funny thing about it for me is that she'd already been in my my world in my sphere before so a couple years ago I had done like a consult call with her initially like way back when I was like baby Mel I didn't even know what I was doing you know we just had ideas at the time and when I talked to her, I like very, very much aligned with who she is. We used to go to camp together when we were kids, but like one, the scale of intensity and whatever that she wanted to work with her clients was way beyond where I was at the time. And two, the bigger thing for me was like the price that just freaked the freak out of me. That seems huge. It seemed like something I could never even like reach of, okay, I'm going to invest what in, you know, someone helping me. And so I, you know, I knew I clicked with her really well, but I was like, thank you. Definitely not right now. And so it's funny that when I had this sort of inspiration come up, that that's the thing that popped up. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, I already cast this off. This is far out of my reach. It still fell out of my reach. And it's sort of like I was getting the nudge of like, no, no, like, look at this again. Like, I want you to, now's the time. Then wasn't the time, but now's the time. And, um, that was super scary for me that I was like, even just pursuing it was its own leap of faith. Cause I was like, okay, well, what does this mean? If I feel like it does click again and I have to face like that, that amount of commitment that freaked me out before the, the price of it that, that freaked me out before to invest in, in myself and what I wanted to do. And, um, so I, I talked with her again and it was crazy because like we clicked in the same way, the investment for it is still like huge and, and freaked me out a bit, but there is an aspect of calm, cool collectedness that was associated with that. There was this feeling of, I'm not running around like, oh my God, the sky is falling um, and I'm going to be crushed, which is what I felt like the first time we, we chatted. And it still freaked me out. I was still like, oh my God, is like, am I actually going to do this and jump in? Cause there's no, no turning back really. But I felt like that calm from my own intuition of, yeah, this is where I'm guiding you to. This is what you need to do, but you need to have faith. Um, you need to have faith that this is the next step that you need to take. And then it's come back to you for a reason. So I took a huge leap of faith in that. It still feels real scary, but I'm really excited about it too. Um, because it just feels like it was right. And I waited for the the right thing to be called in after having that kind of inspiration of, okay, I'm going to find another coach and bam, like that was, it came back to me into, into my sphere again. And so we'll see how that plays out. But just one example, right, where I still felt not super ready, but there was a certain amount of calm and reassurance there from, you know, that internal knowing of this is the right move that you need to make. 
A different example of this happening though, where it's, it's quite different in that I took a lot of baby steps to wade the waters rather than like one like deep haul ass kind of jump of faith into it was I had this idea at the beginning of the year and I don't know where it came from, but it was about spending a month in France and, and working there. And I, I, I love France. I mean, like I love French and all, all of that. Paris is one of my favorite cities. I've been there multiple times, but I don't know really where the idea came from. But as I said at the very beginning of this podcast, like I sort of just noted down everything and you know, if the desire is there, it's coming from somewhere. It's not stupid. It's not misplaced. So I noted the desire down and that kind of kept popping up a little bit. And I sort of was like, okay, there's some reason my higher self or I'm wanting to, to go back there and, or feeling like I need to go back there. And I sort of took baby steps for weeks though. I didn't like go, okay, let's buy a ticket. Let's go. And just act on that immediately. I was like, okay, this is where this, this is where the nudge is, right? I'm going to investigate. I'm going to ask questions. So I took baby steps and, you know, looked places up, like looked into what it was going to take with, you know, my work sort of just treaded carefully and gingerly towards it, just gathering information. Like, no, this is going to work. This isn't going to work. I was sort of just investigating. And as I did so, all the blocks and barriers, which I didn't recognize, but like all those worst case scenario things, the blocks and barriers that I thought were there, they sort of like fell away the more I pursued it. The more I looked into it, the more it became, okay, well, that's easy enough to get over. Okay, great. That's easy to figure out. And so I was left at this point where like, yep, you can do this. And I had this huge block of resistance um, right at the last second, right before I kind of like was going to pull a trigger on it of, um, oh my God, wait, like, no, don't. ah. And that was really funny actually, because I didn't, I didn't expect it to do that. No. And before going, yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh my God. Freak out, run, run away. Um, I asked that question again of where is this coming from? Is this, um, you know, a fearful, frantic voice, which is our ego, or is this cool, calm, collected? And the voice that was going red light, red light, red light, like this is too much. This is not you. This, yep, you shouldn't do this. It was hundred percent ego. Like once I asked that question, I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. This is coming from a place of this is scary. This is frantic. Why are you doing this? You like, who are you to think that you can do this? Um, that's a big one. We have a lot of the times that we don't think we're deserving of it or like the shoes are too big. So once I asked that question, I knew, and I knew that, no, this is still in alignment with what I felt nudged towards the beginning of, you know, my year. And so I took a leap of faith into that and, you know, it's made me maintain open eyes to what, you know, I'm supposed to get out of the experience. Cause I still don't totally know, but I'm just following, I'm following where I'm being told to go. So those are kind of a few examples that happen that have happened in the last six weeks for me, like really recently. And I'm sure more will come again, but a lot of this is just about keeping your eyes open. One, two, where you're getting ideas and not just immediately dismissing them out of the way and squashing them and going, yeah, hell no, that's not me. That's not who I am. That's too hard, too big, too expensive, blah, 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 blah. Um, But actually taking them in, letting them exist, thinking on them and seeing what inspired action towards them is going to take, what's it going to look like? It'll often come with it being uncomfortable and that takes a sort of leap, but just following along with that and seeing how it feels is, well, that's how I uh, uh, figure something out. It might not be your way of doing it, but definitely helps for me. So, you know, 
those two two examples one I went really like balls to the wall like big jump and the other I took baby steps in but I can guarantee you that following those little nudges towards your calling and in who and what you're meant to be or meant to do or you feel like you're supposed to that that's going to take faith and it's going to take action and we can't just sit on our butts and go okay it's going to happen because it won't and so it really takes those two things and it's something you can start practicing now though um, in in little ways if you want to live a life that is authentic and really truly in what your purpose is it's going to take those big or small but regardless leaps of faith and action behind it so I wanted to give just to kind of close this episode I wanted to give five tips that I've sort of like built up and figured out for learning how to lean in to those nudges and those like inspirational kind of hits that you're getting and how to take aligned leaps of faith rather than running in the opposite direction, screaming. So the first one is be really open to inspiration and those not just coming in and note them down. I have a thing in my phone. I think I have a thing on my iPad where I sort of just like write a bunch of stuff. And again, without judgment, that is the biggest thing. And it's just like the make or break on that of you can't prejudge it. If it's coming in, you have to just let it. And sometimes not all of that's going to work out or be the right thing. Um, But if you want to be open to that inspiration coming in, you have to actually be open. You can't be a filter. So that's my biggest one is like note them down and kind of see how they pan out and how they continue to show up and how things show up um, for those little inspirations. The second thing is ask yourself really good questions when you start to get these little inspirations. So if you're having resistance um, to taking the action that you feel called to, investigate why. Like ask what's coming up. Is is someone or something holding you back? Is that fear? Is that judgment? Is it um, that just doesn't feel right? That's not in alignment. Investigate yourself what is going on because that's the only way you're going to get answers. The third one is script out the best case scenario and worst case scenario to taking that action to create leverage for the life that you really want. So what I mean by that is like, for the example I gave before um, of, okay, I'm going to quit my job and go start some new thing. Okay, well, whatever that thing is, not just thinking worst case scenario, worst case scenario, worst case scenario, but actually identifying and quantifying, okay, what is actually in your worst case scenario that you think is the end of the world? Because usually we just feel it. We feel like it's going to be like, death and doom, but we can't, we haven't actually articulated it. And similarly, articulate everything good that if this went perfectly, you, it happened, it's here. What, what is the outcome of that? And when you do that, you actually often create leverage for going, oh my God, I can't not do this thing. I can't not take this action because the best case scenario of what could happen, it's too much to let the worst case scenario stop me from pursuing it. So that's a really good way to create leverage around those things for you. The fourth thing is determine whether that voice of inspiration that you're hearing is the calm, cool, and collected one, or if it's that frantic, fearful, panic chicken (laughs) that I like to think of it as. Because as soon as you do that, as soon as it takes a few seconds and you can really easily figure out whether that that fear, that response is coming from an ego place um, or whether what still feels scary but is like calm cool collected and what I mean by that is like the voice kind of telling you to do that that inspiration if it's calm cool and collected even though it might feel scary 
that's your higher self talking to you. That's your higher self saying, you know, I know this is out of your comfort zone, but I I need you to pursue this because this is going to lead you forward to where you need to go. So just ascertaining which voice is it that's playing out in your head. Sometimes your ego will win too. Like sometimes there's something you actually really shouldn't do and your ego would be like, no, don't do that. But it won't be the panic chicken. It will be like calm, cool, collected, but forceful of like, this is dumb. You should not do this. So try playing with that and um, maybe reflect on some situations that you've had before and go, okay, was that the calm, cool, collected or was that the panic chicken? Now I'm going to keep saying that. I'm going to use that (laughs) from now on. Okay, last but not least, five, break down the action or inspired action into more manageable steps if you need, but make it so that you're still moving forward. So with my example with France, like I wasn't just going to get that idea and then go, yep, boom, flight booked, let's go. Like I didn't just immediately act on it. I investigated, I asked questions, I took baby steps of action towards and still sort of like tested the waters every time I went. Is this still the thing? Does this still seem in alignment? Good. Okay, we're we're at the finish line. So if you have a hard time with just jumping off the cliff, um, take baby steps if you can towards something and just see if that's still in alignment as you take those steps. Um, it still still feels like you know, that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's where you're supposed to be going. And that can help you even have more confidence and more faith if there is a certain decision action that you need to make that does take a little bit more of the faith jump off the cliff. So those are a few of my tips and tools to help you lean into those nudges and take the action through some leaps of faith. I hope this was helpful for you. I am, you know, always reading for you guys to be taking the action and listening to where you're being led in your own calling. And that's why I'm here really to help and see each of you continue to pursue that. So if you like this episode, please make sure to follow the podcast, subscribe to it. If you're not already listening to it, um, drop a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, that really helps the podcast out. I love hearing from you guys. And as I've said in previous episodes, I still have this going on. I am offering free 30 minute coaching calls uh, right now, which really, it doesn't really matter what topic it is in your life. If that's about your purpose, your path, if it's about business, about mindset, really, I'm offering these from limited time just to hang out with you guys um, and help with whatever I can. So the link to book those are in the show notes. And um, I am so glad to be back. Look out for more episodes coming to you every Tuesday. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will see you in the next episode. Bye.